Welcome to Digimon Digital Moncast, the show where we sit down and watch and talk about Digimon, and I don't really have anything else to say because I'm bad at this. It's been a while since we recorded. No, it's okay. I'm glad you you explained what the show is because I was a little lost. Yeah, I kind of forgot. It's been a while. So yeah. Anyway, hi, I'm Tyler. It's been a while. (laughs) Damn it! I thought we escaped that. Recorded a song with you. And we have Jules. Hi, I was actually hoping to get in there with a one-week reference, but no. No. And we have Joel. Wait, a one-week reference? It's been way more than a week. Well, no, but like... Eh. (laughs) Who cares at this point, really? It's actually kind of fucked up that I can't even make the joke that it'll be one week for our listeners because, no, we work on a a fortnightly schedule. Like... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So... As some cool stuff has come out because it's been a while since we recorded, especially about. Stop saying, stop saying that phrase. Stop saying that phrase. I... I'm scared of activating Joel. <laughs> like, I'm resisting, but don't test. Okay. Don't <laughs> test me. My willpower only extends so far. We got some <laughs> pictures of some of the costumes and props that are going to be used in that stage show in Japan. Yes. Yes. Most Let's importantly, see. we got a picture of the Edamon costume. And it's just a dude so in a monkey suit. So here's the thing, suit. here's the thing. Is yes! it an Edamon costume or is it just Edamon? Because we've established he already is a costume. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fucked up if it was actually just Edamon. <laughs> I mean, like, what's the difference? It, the, the actor has a mustache, but it's not a really a mustache. It's just drawn on in his face. In, like, the same color okay. as the Edamon suit. Because, fuck yeah. Sure, why not? Okay, sure. And we also got pictures of... Tentomon and Palmon, which are marionettes. Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. I'm so excited for this now. The Tentomon marionette actually looks fucking rad because when they uh, when it's on the ground, its wings are shut, but when they lift it up in the air, its wings open. That's, that's really, really good. clever. That's it's, actually, yeah. that's actually way, way, way more work than they ever put into doing anything with Tentomon on the show. <laughs> yeah. So this is the only two marionettes they've shown so far. Uh, also, Tentomon, his eyes can glow. They have, like, lights in them that they can turn on and off. I mean, they've had Karma Rider for, like, decades at this point. They have that tech. Yeah. LEDs, they have LED tech. Hmm, yeah. Crazy, right? Yeah. We've yet to discover it. So this is the only ones they've shown off, which... Okay. You know, that's pretty fucking sick. I'm just really excited for that Edamon. Yeah, no, this this, no, this yeah. thing is sounding better and better all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's just a dude in a monkey costume. <laughs> yeah, that's it's what so Edamon cool. is. We've figured that out. Yeah. Uh, something else was uh, in Atmon, which none of us have really paid attention to for a while. I mean, we'll have, to, we'll have to in like seven or eight yeah. years. Apparently, uh, there's going to be an Agumon appearance in an upcoming episode. 
but not Ooh. just an Agumon, apparently THE Agumon. Which, okay. What? Okay. That, I, sure. I don't understand, but okay. <laughs> there was... Wait, an... is that really the most, like, baffling thing? <laughs> like... Well, it's just weird. Uh, there was there was also something very strange. An article from Entertainment Weekly came out uh, ranking the best American movie anthems. Mm-hmm. Number three, Kids in America from Digimon the Movie. Woo! Just so we're clear, what? Yeah, what a Japanese property. Two? The best American movie anthem. What the fuck? (laughs) Who made this list? What were numbers one and two? I need to know. Uh, I don't have them up at the moment, but they were like things you would actually recognize. Not wait. uh, Why do you think anyone wouldn't recognize Kids in America from Digimon (laughs) the movie? Like that was iconic. So number one was Born to Be Wild. From Easy Rider. Okay. Number sure. two was Gonna Fly Now from Rocky. Number three is Kids in America from the Digimon movie. Fuck. Right, yeah. yeah. The top the top three, like, anthems that your average person on the street would name if you, you know. Okay, now I need to them. now I need to know where does the poker rap come in? Well, there's only five listed. Oh, well, yeah. okay, fuck. Number four fuck was Let then. the River Run from Working Girl, and number five was America from West Side Story. <laughs> yeah. Do you, okay, do you think the person putting together this list really just looked up r- songs related to America in movies? Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So- songs <laughs> from movie soundtracks that real. contain the word America. Go. Because... Mm. <laughs> Like, come on. Yeah. Just, <laughs> no, 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 fuck? no. Those, like, Rocky, uh, West Side Story, Digimon the movie, like, these are all in the same echelon of <laughs> okay. cinema. All right. All right. Is it, okay, is it that, or is it the person making this list really wanted to highlight how much they love the Digimon movie, but had to come up with some, like, like bullshit a justification it. So, like, for why? Yeah, so it's like, okay, what about this? Like what about this? How does this? Happen? Maybe the person who made this mo- made this list only owns five movies. <laughs> oh, so it's like when you when you're looking for places like on Airbnb, God forbid, or like any other like bed and breakfast or like hotel motel reservation, and it's like they they show you like what board games they have, or what movies they have, and it's like always the weirdest selection. Yeah, right. Yeah, the most random, like non connected. You can't draw any conclusions from this list. Right. Stuff. Mm. And it's usually because, oh, they're trying to, like, you know, for anyone, families, couples, uh, people on business trips, like, they, they just want to appeal to a whole variety. So it's like, you know, we've got the Rolling Stones, like, you know, for, uh, following their live tour with Martin Scorsese on, on here. Um, we've got Clue the movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> just like, I mean, I'd watch we've got American Psycho. I'd watch all three of those. <laughs> mm. It sounds like a quality night. Yeah. But it's the Vince Vaughn American Psycho. No. Oh. Mm. Anyway. Wait, hold on. No. Why, do, why did I say American Psycho? American Psycho is something different. Sorry. The- yeah, American <laughs> Psycho is a d- different movie. Yeah, it, it, it's fine. I it's would fine. actually watch a, a remake of American Psycho starring Vince Vaughn. That would be weird. 
It wouldn't be good, okay, but it now. would be entertaining. <laughs> okay, now, actually, what if it's American Psycho with Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson's characters from Wedding Crashes in the place of Christian Bale and Jared Leto in American yes. Psycho? Go. See, I was just imagining it was like a bootleg-ass copy of American Psycho where they've just edited in scenes of Vince Vaughn from various properties into all of Christian Bale's scenes. <laughs> Okay, now part of me also wants to see Vince Vaughn regale Owen Wilson with, like, his music knowledge in, like, a plastic raincoat while he's grabbing a fucking axe. Like, <laughs> think, about, think about the person who would do that, spend that much time making something like that, and burning it to a DVD where only them <laughs> and their Airbnb <laughs> guests would ever see it. Yeah. One of these days. <laughs> God willing. So something else came out about... Uh... Hacker's Memory, the, new, the follow-up to Cyber Sleuth, the video game. Yes, right. Uh, my cat is at the door. He can wait. Yeah, we heard. <laughs> um, it includes an <laughs> online battle mode, so you can, like, battle other people's Digimon teams. And, okay, sure. Oh my god, this cat. Uh, you are rewarded with <laughs> coins when you win. The coins can be used to buy various cosmetic items such as hats for your Digimon. Look oh my at gosh, this motherfucking Terriamon wearing a crown. Oh, fuck yes. So what you're saying is look forward to the eventual Digital Moncast live stream, like, brawl. Look at that Terriamon, he has a crown! Oh, moment, hi, you peasants! I'm gonna let this cat in before he drives me crazy. Uh-huh. Oh... So I, that, this is a shame because I just took okay. a new headshot, which I'm using for every profile pick. But I want to use this now. <laughs> well, what you you just just get a just get your own crown and you can like take a take that photo with you in it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Just saying, this is my professional headshot for any other book. There are also some I other get. pictures like, of like Agumon wearing a policeman's cap. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, well, so it's okay. so it's Agumon from that oh fan my God. fiction. Cat, what are you doing? It's a, it's it's Agumon Detectives Kamiya edition. <laughs> oh no, that's that's actually worse than American police culture dripping mm. into Japanese properties. Mm. Yeah, the cat is sitting on my lap right now. He is very insistent. Oh God, no! Poor you, having an animal show you affection. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I know, right? Okay, be honest, be honest, did you have any intention of getting out of that seat anytime soon anyway? Yeah. No, but his claws are very sharp. (laughs) But yeah, I just, he's just showing you how much he likes you and he wants to dig into your flesh to stay there. Mm, yeah. So we can move on to this episode if you want. Yeah, sure, this is actually a surprisingly decent episode. Yeah. We, we've been in a string of surprisingly decent episodes. Like, well, we knew this episode well, was going to be decent, because everyone always remembered this episode being pretty good. Right, but we also... Pokemon but, actually has, like, personality. We remembered, we remembered the last couple of episodes as being terrible and ended up being great. So, like, our <laughs> well, memories think, of this I, part of Digimon yes, are but not I think reliable. the reasons we liked those episodes were completely divorced from the actual, like, plot. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest, we also went through, like, a flask of whiskey or two. Mm. I refuse to give the whiskey credit for my enjoyment of those episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so this is uh, episode 43, Playing Games. Oh, so close. <laughs> the Japanese title so close. was A Dangerous Game, Pinocchimon. 
Okay. Which, yeah. The DVD title, yeah. Pinocchio's Playing Murder. <laughs> what? Yep. I mean, not inaccurate, but what? So <laughs> I just want to point out that Hulu is telling me that the name of this episode in America is uh, Pinocchio's Deadly Game. I'm guessing that's another translation of the Japanese title. That's because weird. The, the title of this is absolutely playing games because it shows up in a title card. Right. Yeah. Right. So I'm just I'm curious how this happened. I'm guessing Hulu? they got Hulu. We need some explanations here. Well, I'm guessing they just had the Japanese titles because Pinocchio's Dangerous Game is the same as the one that I have, except just shifted around because it's translated from another language. Right. Yeah. We do, we the the specific cadence that Jap- Japanese titles take doesn't really mm. work in English. Well, it, it it's weird in English because we don't do grammar that way. It just sounds awkward in terms of yeah, like right. cadence and yeah. No, that's fair. So as you'd expect about uh episode with Pinocchio in the title of the Japanese one, we open on Metal Seedramon. Right, yeah. right, because we, yep. we closed the last episode with a cliffhanger where Metal Seedramon was going to, like, crush... So uh, this War entire Metal Seedramon thing from the last episode gets resolved in about 40 seconds? Yeah, like, it's super it's quick. So it's so quick. It's very much they cut the end of the last episode off and stuck it at the beginning of the next one just so they could have a shitty cliffhanger. Yeah. Also, this is maybe some of the most gruesome 40 seconds in this entire show. Oh, yeah. No, oh, I... Fucking... This... Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, describe, let's describe what happens. So, yeah, Metal Greymon and... Metal Greymon? War Greymon and Metal Seedramon <laughs> are fighting. Yeah, yeah, Metal Greymon and War Seedramon. Yep. Yeah. I'd watch that. Uh, they're just having a bit of a biff, and Mel Cedramon's like, okay, I'm going to kill you now, use my nose laser, which he shoots, and then Wargreymon just dodges it, and then Waymon is like, no! And jumps in and takes a and, hit that was not in any get, way going to hit Wargreymon. Right, and then, yeah. well, before that, like, he, like... Body slams Metal Cedramon, but they do this, that thing where, like, they freeze frame it. Hmm. And, like, the action plays out on a still image. Yeah. Yeah. So, Waymon just gets fucking, you know, shot. Yeah, so you know how normally when somebody gets hit by, like, an energy beam in a cartoon, like, even this one, like, it just kind of, like, knocks them back and they're, like, you know, maybe there's some, like, burn marks on them or something. Yeah. Like, there's a hole in Waymon. Well, Waymon got special uh, other than like right, other than yeah. the you know one that he uses to breathe through. Well, yes, that's also connected to his stomach. Right. <laughs> this is he got shot in his face. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so fucked up. Yep. It's so actually here's really the thing. Here's up. the thing. He gets shot. He gets basically shot through the top of his head, which you know normally that's like an insta kill, right? Because it like cuts through your brain. But he'll he'll be all right for a while. He Waymon got. Okay, I don't give give a shit. I'm spoiling this movie. Waymon got Edward Norton at the end of Fight Clubbed. <laughs> yeah, Waymon got fucked up. Yeah. So War Greymon is like, okay, my turn to do something, uh, and he does his <laughs> twirly attack. You know, yeah, it's like he suddenly really, really it's fast. like he suddenly remembered the like Deus Ex Machina like we learned last episode that mm. he has like magic the Draco X Machina, yeah. Yeah. That he has the uh he has the magic uh like Metal Seedramon killing powers. 
Yeah. Right. So Mel C. Dramon does his nose laser again. Uh, but he's spinning so fast that he just kind of spins straight through it. And right, then... he cuts through this. He cuts and through then... this concentrated like energy beam attack because that's and a then thing you can do. Then... He runs his entire body along the length of Middle Seedramon and rips him apart from the inside. Yep. What the? This is like fuck? if you shot a snake. This is like if you shot a snake. Like, <laughs> holy shit! That was straight brutal. up like, you know, oil, blood, and like bits of Middle Seedramon. Like, also, it's not... I hate that that worked. Because it's just, it's yet another, my armor is invincible, but I was weak on the inside. God well, damn it. weak on the inside, and you've got, like, armor-piercing claws on right, you. Right, yeah, yeah, well. here's, yeah. yeah, here's the thing. I don't think it's that he went from the inside that did it. It's because he was using his attack that can actually pierce that <laughs> armor. <laughs> and, like, this is one of the, this is honestly the most gruesome death we've had in the show. These are the top and two most gru- just... gruesome deaths. Yeah. Yeah, and Wargrave one's just like, haha, looks like your armor rusted. Like, buddy. Yeah, well, as we'll learn in this episode, Wargrave one, and by extension, Tide, give absolutely no shits about anyone else. They really don't. They really don't. It's really also kind of fucked up. Also, Kabuterimon is just hanging out here for some reason, and yeah, he's just he starts, chilling. Yeah, and he and he drops a uh, like a you know finishing parting remark as well, and it's like, dude, you did nothing this fight. You don't really get a <laughs> get to gloat here like <laughs> yeah listen like Wargrammon and Metal Gurumon are going to be taking up a lot of the victories <clears throat> give them something yep so and yeah. the scene after this is just Waymon his like rotting corpse just kind of like lying in front of the kids and he says goodbye and then disappears yep he just and died then... right in front of them and then Metal Sigurdmon's corpse like okay we can't stress enough Metal Seedramon, like, it, it's just a corpse of Metal Seedramon yeah. left behind. It's really fucked up. It's been ripped apart. Like, it's fucked. Yeah. So, their data starts, like, you know, they disperse, and it starts floating off Man, towards the top of Man, this freeze frame I got of the kids watching, like, Waymon disintegrate, they look sufficiently, like, traumatized by what they're seeing here. Oh, shit, yeah. I bet! Like, Kari's gonna need counseling after this. <laughs> they all will. Fuck. We... Uh, so yeah, they float off to the top of Spiral Mountain, and then they see the ocean coil on Spiral Mountain starts to disintegrate. So it literally, like, the entire ocean part of the spiral just starts to disappear from the top. And they're like, oh, what's happening? The ocean's reconfiguring itself. Which is So apparently it's, apparently cool, the Dark actually. Masters themselves are somehow keeping Spiral Mountain in, like, in the shape that it's in. Hmm. We do get a really cool sense. shot yeah. of from the real world, because they can still see the digital world in the sky. They see Spiral Mountain unfolding, which is So here's the question. Cool. Does that mean does that mean that the times are now synced or are we seeing a like millisecond of time Who in the, the real world? Fuck knows. <laughs> I think they forgot that that's how it worked. Yeah. Who knows? They so we get how, the Dark Masters how are like, like that's uh, the story of Digimon. We yeah. see the Dark Masters on top of Spiral Mountain, and Puppetmon goes, "Oh, oh!" The Piedmon's like, "Oh, that's not something you see every day." Which he seems pretty okay with the fact that one of them just died. Well, I, I mean, think, it's Metal Seedramon. Yeah, I think none of them gave a shit mm. about Metal Seedramon, and like, <laughs> Who would? He, they didn't. They probably didn't even expect him to like 
succeed. They're probably like, well, he's probably going to get murked, but just on the off chance he kills one or two of them, let's send him mm. out first. And then Puppet Mon goes, oh, hey, it's my turn. And like, man, so does that mean they have to just hang out there with fucking Piedmon until like it's their <laughs> turn up at bat? Because that sounds really sucky. Yeah, he probably just makes it terrible just puns like all day punch. and they just hate hanging around yeah. with him. That's just the most awkward Super Bowl party. Well, I mean, like, it's better. It was better as soon as Mel Cedramon left because at least, you know, he wasn't fucking there anymore. But, like, <laughs> half of it half of it would be Puppetmon trying to make conversation with both of them, and Mel Cedramon never talks. Or uh, Machine Dramon, rather, never talks. So. Mm. Well, it's also the case with Machine Dramon, like, he can't fucking leave. Like, he's. <laughs> He was he was installed there by the utility guys who brought him in. Like he's not going anywhere. <laughs> he, he came in on a fucking freight lift. Like it's one of those things where you, when you're starting to move out of a house, you're like, "How the fuck did we get that fridge in here? How, how do we get it? <laughs> fuck! Just sell it with the house now. Like we we can't do anything about it." Hmm. So we go back to the kids. Some of them are like celebrating. They're like, oh yeah, we did it. One Dark Master down. We can do this. Fuck yeah. And then Which... they turn around and see Mimi is like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Our friend just died in front of us. Yeah, she's yeah. making actual like grave <laughs> She's made four them. gravestones. Yeah, everyone else has immediately moved on from that incredibly traumatic scene of Waymon dying. Like, yeah. Yep. She, she made. Graves, one for Wizardmon, one for Pixiemon, one for Chumon, and one for Waymon. It's like, oh, uh, I guess he just, you don't care about Sukumon? You found out he died. Yeah, you know, but he dead. died off screen. They didn't have to face that one. I mean, they, so did Pixiemon, as far as they're concerned. Yeah, yeah but they, they, they were with him, and he sacrificed himself to let them go. Like, that's a different thing. So... They explain to Mimi, it's like, no, don't worry, they aren't really dead, they're just being reconfigured, they'll come back. Um, well, sorry, no, Wizardmon no, no, is Wizardmon. super dead. Wizardmon's, Wizardmon's, like, double dead. He's like, totally he dead. coming back. Well, I mean, Wizardmon is, like, he'll, his ghost will <laughs> show up. There is a possibility yeah, that Wizardmon like, could come back. I mean, he probably won't, but there is a possibility. Watch try. Yeah, no... No. No, he's fucking dead. <laughs> Sorry, kid. So Mimi's like, I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, this is fucked. Every time we do anything, someone we know dies? That's fucked up. Fair. Yeah. And Ty, being an assessment. unfeeling automaton, mm-hmm. Ty says, well, it's a war. Sometimes people die. Fucking deal with it. Keep in mind that he Ty says, is as, ten. Like a- yeah, I was about to say, like, yeah, he's a fucking child saying this. Like, uh, Ty, what I don't the think fuck? you understand the, like, full ramifications of this bullshit. Look, I mean, yeah. they're basically Lord of the Fliesing at this point, so. Hmm. Yeah. I, so Matt understandably just see, says, Ty, yeah, you're a fucking monster? Because <laughs> Ty is fair. a fucking monster. <laughs> this was a very cathartic yeah. scene for us to watch. Like, mm, It's just Matt telling Ty that he's fucking terrible. Which, yeah, he he really is yeah. right now. Yeah, and, like, seriously, like, dude, Matt... you can't take two seconds to acknowledge the people you've lost? Like, like this... He... Waymon oh, literally I... died in the... front of you, like, 20 seconds ago. 
the vitriol in Matt's voice is so good. Just saying, like, we don't have ice in our veins, like you, asshole. Like you're so convinced, just looking poor. poor you Matt can never in this look episode. back for half a second. Hmm? This whole episode is just Matt's mental state deteriorates. I can't blame him. Because yeah, he gets fucked. And so Joe's like, say, maybe I we like should this, argue yeah. somewhere that's not a beach in the middle of the open where everyone can see us. Also, are they currently on part of Spiral Mountain? Because they should probably get to a different part of it. You know, it's never very clear. No. They, they always go like, look at Spiral the... Mountain. But then yeah. they're trying to get to the top of Spiral Mountain. See, and so, right. And so that it doesn't make sense because like all of the digital world was put onto Spiral Mountain. And yet they're always looking at Spiral Mountain and like, yeah. traveling to Spiral Mountain. And yeah, it's, it's never very clear. It's best clear. not to think about it too much. Try not to think about it. I I will say I like this scene a lot, not just because it's cathartic and because everyone's ripping into Ty because fuck Ty. <laughs> but also, it's nice that this scene actually shows off, like, the kids, like, what they represent in their crests mm. really well. Like, and more, t- more like, almost the faults in what their crests represent. Right, like, right. Ty it's- is too courageous it's, it's not even blind it's not even courage it's just blind fucking like bullheadedness mm. and mimi is sincere but it's to the point where she can't handle this anymore like she's suffering emotionally from all this and matt is all about friendship but he's kind of like almost coming close to destroying another friendship by talking about how friendships aren't cared enough about mm. right he, he's he's pushing way too hard yeah, like, he has a point to make, but also, you know, maybe it's not time for Matt to scream after, you know, several people have died that they know. Yeah. So while they're moving... This is, like, this is like starting an argument at a wake. Yeah. Right. You don't, which, don't do that. Which, to be yeah. fair, again, as we keep pointing out, they're fucking children, and they're dealing with some emotionally traumatic stuff. Every one of these reactions yep. is super understandable. Not ties, but sure. Yeah, I, mean, I agree well, with that. That's because Ty is an unfeeling automaton. No, but here's the thing. Ty's, Ty's taking the re- repression approach. Like, he literally cannot handle what's happening here, so he's focusing on the one thing he can control, which is this fight. That's true. Ty's, like, he's kind of the case where his one strength is really just winning <laughs> in fights. Yeah. That's kind of it. So while they're uh, trying to find somewhere to have a rest in this forest, each of them has, like, an internal monologue about how they're feeling about everything that just happened. Except for mm-hmm. Joe, who's just being super paranoid that everyone hates him. So right, so let's oh yeah, let's just let's just break this down because Ty's first thought is about Ty. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. like no, I'm, I'm not really as bad as Matt said I am, am I? And meanwhile, Matt's thought for, is also about Ty, worrying that he was you know maybe too, you know maybe too went rough too on him, too hard on yeah. him. Yeah, which I think that sums both of them up pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, like, I really liked these, but then, you know, Joe is just, I know everyone's thinking about me. I don't want them to. I mean, I listen. Yeah, like, I, super, I super relatable there, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Poor Joe. But also, because it's so super relatable, I kind of want to just shake Joe go, no, it's not all about you. Right, <laughs> like, yep. Sakari so uh, stopped suddenly because she thought she heard a voice speaking to her. Right, yeah, Kari starts exhibiting the first symptoms of uh, schizophrenia. It's great. Except that Kari literally has disembodied voices that talk to her. 
Right. Well, again, we've not heard that <laughs> That's as a thing. such yet. It's a thing, but no, the Grant, audience doesn't she, actually know she is schizophrenic. Yet. She's just exhibiting the first signs of it. <laughs> Gardamon says, no, there was no voice. Come on, catch up. You're going to fall behind. Yeah. Uh, and then we get this, uh, like, zoom out, and we see that Puppetmon apparently has this entire forest under video surveillance. Yeah, he, at, at, a little bit later, he's going to complain about uh, the cable installation or whatever. Did he just hire Edamon to, like, hook him up? <laughs> Probably. Uh, we also see that he has uh, a Digimon standing behind him, who I guess is, like, his butler? I guess? It seems like it, yeah. That, he, I yeah. mean, that kind of would explain the voice they go with for him. Hmm. So he's getting very impatient that the kids are taking too long to reach him because they're heading straight towards where he is, but they're taking too long. So he pulls out his little remote control. Okay, um, specifically, uh, the, the Digimon behind him uh, says tells him to have patience because Rome wasn't built in a day. And uh, Puppetmon's response is, well, I was, so let's speed this up. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a pretty good response. Yeah. Uh, he pulls out his remote control, which has just, like, shapes for buttons it's like a star yeah, button it's a and a circle button, button. but it's, yeah, it's a my first sony <laughs> um and he presses one of the buttons and then the ground under the kids turns into just like a giant treadmill and just starts yanking them towards him yeah it's a, it's a moving sidewalk all of a sudden yeah it's like what's going on uh so puppetmon now makes constant references to the fact that he's made of wood for basically the rest of the episode which, I mean, I get it. Uh, and he starts sorting through his toy box. He has a toy box. And he's like, oh, look at all I... these toys. I haven't seen these since I was a sapling. But <laughs> fucking what? You were made in a day. Take yeah. Story straight, man. You were made in a day, and they're literally right next to your like, TV Wait, do you think monitor, that, like, which you're going to be using. To, puppetmon like, is like someone saw a cherrymon and just decided to carve a puppet out of it? That's one way for Digivolution to Because that's pretty fucked up. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Metal Guru was just like, hey, what if we strapped rockets to a wall? <laughs> so the kids jump off the moving part of the ground, and they're like, okay, we're good. But then the part they're on starts the moving. As well. It's like, oh, for fuck's yep. sake. <laughs> yeah, nothing's fucking safe. Mm. Uh, Puppetmon found his... Uh, his toy he was looking for, which is just like one of those scissor arm grabber things. Yeah, which, I love I I this scene. Way. Which he just immediately he uses to pick up his butler Digimon's head and just yank him. And the butler Digimon's just like, oh, yes, sir, that's very well. Yeah. But also the children have disappeared. Yeah, he, yeah he, does, he totally no-sells it where he's just like, I mean, that his face doesn't move anyway. It's not built to, but like he doesn't react to it at all. Hmm. He just gets yanked, and he's it's like, a, very well. It's a very Wooster and Jeeves sort of interaction. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, he says, the children are missing, and Puppetmon starts, like, flicking through all the different cameras he's got set up, and he can't find any of them. And he's Be sweating, despite being made entirely of wood. Yes. Uh, because I the kids figured out sap. that, apparently, the cameras don't point up, and they can just hide in the trees. Well, I think it's more the kids figured out that if the ground's moving, go up. Yeah, but, like, the trees were moving as well. They're on the ground. The trees are connected to the ground, yes. Yeah. That's true, yeah. But, but the I trees think, apparently I think the don't key have is roots. They're, well, 
they're on the other side now. Like they they jumped to trees on the part mm. that wasn't moving, and since he can't see him, he couldn't activate the. He doesn't know which one to activate. Well, they don't even know that they're being monitored yet. That's the thing. Mm. Uh, so they're sitting up in the treetops, and they're like, okay, we have to come up with a plan. And Ty immediately says, "Well, we're going to have to find him eventually, so I say we do it now. Let's just find him and kill him." Which, which, here, okay, here's the thing. Like, it's it's not inaccurate, and it's not like that plan has, never works. It's kind of the default, but also like Ty, just come the strategy. Fuck down. Like, well, yeah, strategy, Calm the fuck strategy, down. and also morale. Like, you you can't just keep. This is a lesson you have learned multiple times already throughout this show, is you can't keep pushing and pushing and pushing to the point of exhaustion. Well, Ty has not learned this lesson. It's just been told to him. Okay, fair. Nothing sunk in. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which is something that makes clear. Yeah. Because. And then. Because Matt just gets mad again and, like, goes, okay, this is enough of this bullshit. You can't just keep insisting we fight forever. We can't keep doing yeah. this, like, seriously. And, and and Ty has a very tired reaction of just like, okay, so we just sit in the trees and wait for him to come. And t- Matt's like, no, I didn't suggest yeah, no, buddy. No, I'm just yeah, saying, it's not, take a second. It's not a binary here, buddy. There's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, at which point, the kids just start vanishing. Like... <laughs> this part is actually really interesting and cool. It's just it's fucking cool. Like, the kids it's, literally, they vanish out of thin well. air and appear somewhere else. Yep. And, and they all get paired off, but then you're like, oh, okay, so there's going to be in these pairs. But then, no, they keep getting swapped around more and more. Like, and this is a on using. This is like a legit yeah. good strategy yeah. because, like, it would be so unsettling and, like, disorienting. Like, how? what do you do when you can't trust where you're going to be from one second to the next? Hmm. So, yeah, and it, it's Pupmon manipulating just basically these standing dolls for the kids. And he doesn't just move them around, he starts, like, twirling Ty around and picking up... We'll get to that. Uh, First, like, there's a, a really cool scene TK, between yeah. Matt and TK. Because Matt and TK are the last two left with all the Digimon in the treetops. And Matt's like, okay, TK, just, you know, stick with me. I'll protect you. Everything will be fine. And TK's just like, Matt, what the fuck? I can protect myself now. We fought all these fucking Digimon, and I've been fine without you. Also, I have an angel, yeah. like a literal fucking angel. Yeah, like angel a literal goddamn me. angel. I have the strongest yeah, Digimon on the team. Fuck off. Yeah, it's cool. Don't worry. And also, Matt's I just want to like, point out that oh. whenever. Also, I just want to point out that when everyone uh, was being teleported or whatever, Joe was teleported to a puddle of mud because, of course, yeah. Poor Joe. Everything works up. Joe's got like that Peter Parker luck going for him. Oh yeah. Oh, well, I mean, his crest is reliability, so, you know... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Matt realizes that he's been a bit of a jerk to his brother. It's like, oh yeah, TK kind of has, you know, done a lot of shit. He's kind of responsible for the first villain being killed. So, yep, we're going to be getting a lot of this in the next few episodes. Matt realizing he's been kind of a jerk. Yeah, funny that. So yeah, now we see that how Puppetmon's doing all of this, where he's got a... I don't really want to say a map, because it's more of just like a piece of paper with trees drawn on it. Of the forest. Right, it's like, it's... It, it's more of a... It it's more of like a, a kid drew it's, map. it's like a 2D like a diorama. And he's... Yeah, it's it's kind of like how I drew maps for like Ocarina of Time when I was a kid. Hmm. And he's got all these little 
like dolls of the kids spread out. I I love these dolls because they have different facial expressions for the different characters. Yeah, they're great. Like Matt's is yeah. Matt's is scowling, and TK just has this like big doofy grin. Yep. Yep. So Puppetmon shoots a slingshot at the Joe doll. This is really Poor fucked up. Joe. So then Joe like crumples yeah, in he, like, real life. Doubles like... over and he's like, "Oh god, I'm in so much pain." And he's with Kari at the moment. And Kari's like, "Oh my god, are you okay? Something wrong?" And Joe goes, "No, I've just fallen over because it's fun." <laughs> and Kari's just like, "Ah." Oh. Uh, I do like that like Joe is getting a bit more sardonic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, when you're in that kind of pain, it's kind of hard not to be. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's it is one of those cases stomach. when it's people ask you. Hurt. Yeah, it's like... Keep in mind the relative God. size of that slingshot pellet to the size of the Joe doll. It would be like being hit in the stomach like by a bowling ball. A f- or yeah, or like a, a like, uh, foam ball that has been turned into an ice ball. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, which, just like which that. I hear hurts an awful lot when it gets chucked in your stomach. Mm. 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 We'll never know. Weird. We'll never know. <laughs> so, Pokemon starts picking up some of the kids and just swapping them around. So, yeah, more more faces. We get close up some more faces here. Mimi yep. just has this really like basic smile on. Like she looks like your like stock standard Lego figurine. Yep. yep. Um. Meanwhile, Ty has a very menacing smile. Like he looks like a dick, which is appropriate. <laughs> I, I do like that Joe's is smiling as well, and I kind of wished as it, this episode went on, if they had the, bu- the budget, the expression would just get sadder. And yeah, sadder. that would have been great. <laughs> so there's a great little joke where Ty appears in front of Kari, and she goes, oh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. Uh, then Puppetmon, like, flips the Ty doll upside down. Yep. Which turns Ty upside down in real life, and then he bangs his head on the ground. Yeah, he could have snapped his fucking neck. Yeah. Just like, he starts tickling the TK doll, and well, TK I gets mean, tickled so hard that he like, floats else, I'd be off worried, the ground. But Ty's head is so fucking hard that it can absorb any impact. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there's a great scene where Matt turns up next to TK again, just gives him yeah, a big no, hug. This is a, like, this oh, is a fucking great joke, because Joe's about to say, um, this isn't a laughing matter but he disappears while he's saying matter, so he, so he, like, gets cut off saying Matt just as Matt appears. Yeah. So, the Digimon go like, okay, we uh, we need to find the kids because they've just been like disappearing and reappearing. It's kind of fucked up because the Digimon haven't been getting moved. They've all just been in the treetops the whole time. Well, yeah, they don't have dolls, so yeah. Mm. Uh, meanwhile, Puppetmon looks at the TK doll and he's like, oh, TK, I'll go fetch you for some reason. Because it's, he specifically <laughs> says it's because he looks easy to scare. They're all kids. <laughs> like, yeah, but TK's the most kid of kids. He's the same age as Kari. Yeah, but Kari's a lot more, like, yeah. independent and, like... Kari knows how not to put you know, up a potentially angelic. That sort of stuff. Yes. Pot- potentially angelic is a hell of a thing to describe <laughs> someone else. So, yeah, Puppetmon just leaves the house to go look for TK. 
Uh, and Matt is, again, being super overprotective of TK because he didn't learn his lesson the last time he got yelled at. It's just poor Matt in, like, these two episodes. Everyone's just... They're just giving him shit because they're finally over him. It's like, no, dude, come on. Like, what you're saying makes sense, but just come on. It's enough. Then Puppet Mon yeah. sneaks up behind Matt and TK. And want, says he wants to play a game with TK. Yeah, he almost literally does the TK, come out and play. Yeah, like the fucking, well, it's just sore. Like, I want to play a game. And it's a puppet. So, what I'm saying is this episode is, an, is a sore movie. Yeah. The franchise got really wrong. weird like, towards the end. Yeah. Uh, Matt just says, no, TK, don't listen to him. So, like, cause like TK would like, mm. geez. So he throws this like grenade thing at Matt that turns into a bunch of red ropes and just ties Matt up. <laughs> Which, all right, I guess he has. They never explain this. They never explain no, this. No, they like, don't. Like it could have been anything. Like, like would have been like just a puppet string that he's used before. To- Honest, or he could have just called out some name for it, and it would have been an attack. Like, mm. no, he just has these yeah, rope just, grenades. No. <laughs> uh, and TK says, "But what if I don't want to go?" Papa Mon just casually like, "Well, then I'll kill your brother." All right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And then Matt again says, "TK tells TK not to do it," and then Papa Mon just says, "Shut up," and then covers his mouth with the ropes. <laughs> Which, yeah, that's a pretty fucking cool scene. Just because it's the way yeah. he casually just says, shut up. Uh, I like how direct and to the point and, like, just absolutely ridiculous Papa Mon is. Yeah, well, this next scene is so fucked. Because we, fu- we see TK in the house that Papa Mon was in, and we find out what the game is. TK has to run away from Puppet Mon, who is chasing him with a gun. Just yep. an honest-to-God gun. Yep. Which... So, Pu- Puppetmon okay. has that same thing that people like in, like, The Joker, where he's, you know, this weird, goofy, offbeat thing, and then flips on a dime to legitimately menacing and terrifying. Yeah, like, this is fucked. He's hunting down a child with a gun, presumably, to shoot him. Like, alright. Yeah, it... I think, oh yeah, so it's funny, I'm watching the censored version, so there ain't no gun, so I was confused for a minute. (laughs) Well, the one I watched, he's literally just holding, like, a revolver in his hand. Yeah, it's just, (laughs) it's just a revolver oscillating. Yeah. Like. So, TK runs into a room where there's, like, a giant flower and a giant mushroom Digimon, who he just Mm -hmm, runs past, he's like, oh, hey. Yeah, it's literally the, um, like, poison mushroom from Super Mario Brothers 2. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, don't tell him I'm in here. I'm hiding. He's going to kill me. And they're like, yeah, right. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and then Papamon opens the door and he, go- and he goes, have you seen a kid? And they go, yeah, he's right behind no, that. No, he- well, no, I like the ask. Have you seen a kid? He's, wearing-, he's uh, wearing a backpack. He's got a green hat. And they go, nope, haven't seen anything. Nope. All I saw was a kid with a green hat and backpack. He's hiding over there. Okay. <laughs> yep. Like, wow. Man, All I right. really love how they censored this by just, like, airbrushing the gun out. Because he's very clearly holding yeah, something, it's... but that's not there. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really funny because, 
like they've done this before, especially Saban oh, like, yeah. and uh, Dubs, especially the One Piece, because they took out a revolver in One Piece and replaced it with a gun handle attached like to a like a scissor something? thing with a boxing glove on the oh, end. Yeah. And no, I was like, the... why didn't they do that for Puppet Mon? Because right. it actually yeah, fits. Like, that would Man. make sense. Yeah. But no. <sighs> anyway, so we see Patamon spots the house and immediately just goes, oh, hey, a house. I'm going to check that out. Just, you know, completely forgetting about the kids. Well, no, 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 no. He asks, oh, there's a, he goes, there's a house. I better ask about if anyone in there has seen TK. Like, I mean, that's a, that's yeah, a, that's but you a see a house of... in the digital world, you just assume it's full of evil well, people because that's I mean, kind frankly, of like 100%. Frankly, you see a house in the middle of woods anywhere, you assume it's probably full of evil shit. Hmm. There's a reason we have fable and folklore yeah. and, like, stories about this you know, to tell you, don't go in the fucking house. Yep. Well, like, no, worst case, like best out. case scenario, it's somebody who really, really, really does not want company, which is why they're living in the middle of the fucking woods, and, so, like, will hurt you for trespassing. Yeah. Also, he has a gun. <laughs> Just... Yeah, like, it's kind of... I can't... Please... There's, there's actually a lot of different screen caps that'd be really good for this episode, but Poppermon with just a fucking revolver, like a thirty-eight pretty good cal, one. like just yeah. Although I think I know what I'm going to use because it it it's coming up. It's fucking awesome. So okay, great, yeah. The while Patamon decides to check out the house, the rest of the kids and the Digimon all reunite because all of the like moving walkways just kind of converge in this one spot and they all meet up. Yeah, on the, yeah well, they all converge TK, onto a yeah. single tree for some reason. Yeah. And TK accidentally hit the remote when he was running past. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, he stepped on the remote, which caused that to happen. So everyone meets up and Matt's like, TK was taken and he is incredibly upset about this. Like, he is distraught beyond belief because he doesn't know where TK yeah, is. Yeah, he is... Yeah, this is the start of a Liam Neeson revenge movie. Yeah. Like... He's like, we have to go rescue him. Uh, unfortunately, Kiwimon turns up. This is when we finally get the analyzer entry for the butler oh, Digimon Also, from Gabumon before. does a, one hell of an attack to get Matt out. Like, they could have just cut yeah. those fucking ropes, but no, he went all out. Yeah. Like, Gabumon is actually a secretly uh, highly trained Hibachi chef. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yes he is. I 100% believe that. <laughs> 100%. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Who wants the egg? Who wants the egg? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you so, know he does a trick where he spins an egg on the top of his horn. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's his, like, Absolutely. thing. Yeah. So, when the analyzer entry for Kiwimon shows up, they say, oh, everyone thought Kiwimon were extinct. Did, did Saban think the kiwi was an extinct bird? I think so. Did he mix it up with the dodo? Like, what the fuck? The kiwi yeah. is very much not extinct. No, it's not at all. Yeah, there, there is, there is it. There is an extinct New Zealand uh, landfowl, which is the moa, but they didn't fucking know about and that. And they're very different to kiwis. <laughs> they're very different. They're like New Zealand emus. Yeah. We're, okay, so Saban thinks kiwis are extinct. That's cool. That's really also, weird. Kiwi mom's <laughs> attack. What the fuck? This is like, this is almost weirder than marching fishes. So he opens almost. his mouth, and out of his mouth come miniature kiwimons, like a lot like, of it's them. It's just like it's like just their it's like just heads. Like there's no body mm. to them. They're just this round like 
pointed pellet, but they've got Kirimon faces on them. So imagine if bullet bill cannons were shaped like bigger bullet bills. <laughs> and they just come out of his like, mouth. Like, that'd be fucked up, right? Yeah. It's crazy. So at this also, point, Coromon digivolves back to Agumon. Yeah, yeah. So the whole thing of them turning into in-training after being mega level is completely pointless because, like, he was Coromon for all of, like, five minutes of episode and it served yep. no purpose. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, he shoots the little Kiwimon things. So back to uh, Puppetmon's house. Padamon finds the room with all the t- with the TV and all the dolls. Oh, this next bit. And he accidentally hurts Joe. Because <laughs> he's just like, because oh, poor he's fucking dolls. Joe. <laughs> look at this one. Looks like Joe pokes him in the head and he falls over on the TV. You just see Kyrie and Gomon like, Joe, why did you fall yeah, over? Like, he's like, oh my god, my poor life. Joe. I hate life so much. It says a lot about Joe that he doesn't even question why these things are happening to him. <laughs> Joe just accepts well, again, that this is his life now. We've seen it in a, we've not seen it, heard it in a monologue, like, he just thinks he, he deserves this to some degree. Mm. Like. So TK's still running away in terror from Puppetmon, who just turns up in front of him, and he's like, well, game over. Yeah. Also, he's still holding a gun. Yeah, I... St- or, or, weird, not, or not, or not, depending now. on what you're watching. In mm, fact, yeah. like, yeah, I that kind of helps explain this bizarre little bit in the in the uh, dub where he like is making a like a scratching motion off screen and just is like stalling. He's like, "I'm gonna destroy you in a minute, but first I gotta scratch my leg here for a bit." Yeah, it's. That's I don't really, understand whole, the purpose. Like, it literally that was it. He was like, "I'm gonna destroy you, but first, go scratch my leg, because it's made of like poison really, oak. Just go scratch it." This whole like airbrushing censoring scenario is just a rare example of a collaboration between one Schrodinger and Chekhov. <laughs> <laughs> so TK's like, "Hey, this guy's pretty stupid. I can probably outsmart him." <laughs> So, this is Which, where we learn fair, that TK... after what he just witnessed is a very reasonable response, like... Well, yeah, that's the whole oh, point, yeah. yeah. And we also learn that TK is fucking savage, because he decides yeah. that outsmarting him involves telling Puppetmon that he has no friends. Yeah. So, wow, TK. Also, Brutal. the look... Also, the look he gets when he yep. when he starts doing this is amazing. That face is awesome. Like that is the smuggest He's gaslighting Puppetmon here. That's the smuggest so anyone on the show has ever looked. Yeah. Wait, if you gaslight Puppetmon, is that more like fireplacing him? <laughs> yeah, I guess. So yeah, TK tells Puppetmon that he has no friends and that he only plays the same game over and over again, and it's really boring. Which fair. And Puppetmon's like, I have friends. <laughs> and Tiki's like, well, I've never seen them. So Puppetmon's like, well, I'll go get them, and like runs off. Which they're, man, Puppetmon, he's so like, sad uh, that he doesn't uh, have any friends. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a, like, that's going to be a running thing for the next few episodes. Yeah, yeah. TK made this like startling, awful revelation. It's like, oh, oh fuck. Yeah. yeah so okay. Puppetmon so runs we, off. we said we said that um, War Greymon had the most savage like. Teardown of a Digimon so far, but honestly, I think TK does. 
Yeah. Oh no, we didn't agree that. I'll just clarify. Wasn't the War Graham was savage? It's more the fact that War Graham was unfeeling in that his <laughs> well, no, friend no, just I mean, died. I mean, I mean the actual like ripping apart of Metal Seedramon. Like, oh, okay. Like <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. nothing compared to the like emotional teardown TK gives Puppetmon. Also, hang on. Okay, all right. That whole dubbing of like scratching the leg bit, real silly. So, does that mean in the original sub that Papamon was going to kill TK, but first he needed to load his revolver? Probably. I assume it was, like, being that... loaded or, like, maybe it jammed or something. Mm. It, it, revolvers can't jam. But yeah. he's making, like, um, he's putting, making the motion of put bullets in a chair. Yeah. yeah. Man, he really is that stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play a deadly game of hide and seek, and then when I find you, then I'll load my right, gun. Right, yeah. I'm going to load like, my gun. It's like, Puppetmon made the crucial error every first player makes in fucking PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds. Like, <laughs> so we... Just the thing God. is, that where Puppetmon goes, you know, to go get his friends, he walks into a cupboard and he's like, I like making friends. And he, like, picks up a football. Uh, we'll see that this yeah. is really, really goddamn sad later in the episode. Yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah, Patamon finds TK right after this, and the two of yeah, them like, head into Yeah, like, literally as Puppetmon is leaving, Patamon comes on the screen. Yeah. Like, it's a fucking, like, farce stage play, like... Yeah, they setting. walk into the room with the TV and the dolls. TK tears up the map and smashes the remote with a toy hammer. Yeah, TK is fucking taking charge Hell here. yeah. So we go back to the other kids, where Ty is like, Okay, first, we kill the Kiwimon. Then we find TK. But Matt says, no, no, first we find TK, then we kill the Digimon. Because, you know. Well, Matt's, Matt's whole got... conceit, we'll find out, is basically, well, Kiwimon will lead us to Papamon, right? Yeah, he doesn't say that. But that's no, what he, he was thinking. No, he doesn't actually inform others. Uh, yeah. And Gabumon tries to warp Digivolve, but it doesn't work because Matt's crest isn't glowing. Obviously because he's fighting with his friends. Yeah. Also, and his crest is based on friendship. Also, Kiwimon, let's just let's just uh, point this out right now, is a champion level Digimon. Yeah, there's really no reason to need to warp Digivolve except to just brutally savage like this poor Kiwimon. I'm just going to bring an M16 to an old flintlock pistol duel. What? Yeah. I don't see the problem. Yeah, yeah. So we go back to Puppetmon, who has brought his friend to show TK. <sighs> and his friend is another Puppetmon made out of bits and pieces of wood and a football for a head. It, it kind of looks like Bert it's from really Sesame Street. Up. Yeah. It does, actually. He's like, I brought my friend. It's like, oh, poor Puppetmon. <laughs> I mean, he's a monster, <laughs> but poor Puppetmon. <laughs> he's a monster with feelings. Yeah. I just like the fact that... His idea of, okay, I'll make someone who's a friend. He makes him exactly like Puppet Mom with the whole, like, marionette handle on the back when mm. he didn't need to and stuff. Like, I mean, it's really fucked yeah, up. Like, yeah. he wants somebody he can relate to. And, like, what was his end game here, though? Like, <laughs> I don't know that I, I don't also know do like the really idea deals that he in just... end games. He fundamentally doesn't understand the concept of making friends because he literally made a friend. Yeah, I I, I like that bit a lot. It, it, I, is this going to be the screen cap, Tyler? Because this... 
Well, it was either this or Smug TK. Smug TK, or I think a shot later on is also pretty good, because which is a weirdly artistic shot this show yeah. like delves into. But continue. Yeah, so TK and Patamon run out of the house and just kind of like run past two Digimon who are just hiding in the garden. Yeah, they're... Yeah, like... Who don't really serve a purpose in this episode. Yeah, th- this episode is has a whole lot of background Digimon, like, yeah. for some reason. So, back to the other kids. Uh, Beermon Digivolves and protects everyone from the little Kiwimon bomb mouth things. Uh, and then just destroys Kiwimon in a single hit. Right, yeah. But again, yeah. like, Cause he's Turns level. out he's a chump. Uh, and then Matt's like, what the fuck did you do that for? Well, I was going to ask him where TK was, and you just literally burned him to a crisp. Which, you know, he could have explained that before, instead of just going, alright, I'm just going to warp Digivolve, because then we can just murder him. Yeah. But, alright. Uh, but then TK I, just shows up, he's like, hey guys, I solved the problem, yeah. and I stopped the forest from trying to kill us. Thank me later. Which, oh, hey, look, TK can take care of himself. Who knew? And yeah, weird that uh, this kid who's been through a lot by emotionally manipulating evil people. Yeah, that's that's actually the most surprising part. So yeah. I want to give the animators some credit here because, like, when everyone's like, when TK runs up to everyone, and everyone's like, "Hey, TK, you're back!" Like, Matt's got a smile on his face, but he still looks like really like concerned, and like it's <laughs> killing yeah. him inside that TK was self sufficient enough to not need him. Yeah. Yep. And then, like, he slowly actually his, like smile actually fades as people praise him for like taking care of him, and he just slowly like walks away into the background, which is a nice little touch. Mm. And TK gives out all the dolls that they had. Which did they just keep these? I mean, if somebody made a voodoo doll yeah. of you, would you not want to make sure you knew where it was at all times? Yeah. It's just weird that they just keep, like, these dolls of themselves. Do they work anymore? Only one way to find out. I mean... If you, like, flip I mean, a doll I mean, of yourself upside down while you're holding it, wouldn't that then flip you upside well, I mean, down so then the doll is the right way up and you never stop spinning? I'm just saying this this opens a whole variety of different options in the, <laughs> with a partner. Just saying. Yeah. Like, hey, you thought those panties with a remote control are, are real hot? Let me give you this. Like, So yeah, they, he's handing out all the dolls and Ty's like, what? This doesn't look anything like me. Which... <laughs> I don't no, know, Ty. It looks it, pretty it, damn close to looks... me. Yeah, it, it's a sufficient gag whenever this sort of mm. thing pops up in media. And Mimi doesn't like the clothes on hers, but which it, it's literally the clothes you're wearing, Mimi. Yeah, it, it's the exact same clothes you're wearing. <laughs> what, what is wrong with you? Uh, and TK goes to give mats to him, but he's just wandered off, and they can't find him. Yep. Uh, meanwhile, we cut Matt back to Puppet Mon, who is murderously yep. angry because TK tricked him into thinking they were friends. So, this shot we open up on Puppemon is, like, really good, actually. Because yeah. it's Puppemon picking up the Broku remote, and then we see him in the room, and everything's trash. The map, the remote, everything. And the camera's slowly pulling back, showing, like, it's... <laughs> this view we're getting is from inside the TV, which TK also smashed. And it's the saddest thing in the world. Yeah. 
Well, Puppetmon. This, this like, stuff is the only thing Puppetmon really had. Like, yeah, yep. He doesn't have friends. These toys were the only the only thing he had. Yeah, it's fucked yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, TK goes to look for Matt, but then they realize he's wandered off in his lonely angst. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah. And Matt's wandered off on his own. Yeah, Matt's wandered off into the uh, forests in the swamp of Dagobah to, you know, confront his inner demons. Except he gets God. tricked by a tree. No, I'm pretty, su- I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's what happened in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> no, 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 Luke nearly got tricked by a tree. Hmm. He, he he beat the tree's trick. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it literally happens, like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's kind of fucked up, actually. <laughs> what is it with trees tricking people? I mean, uh, trees... They're just trees are cra- Yeah, trees are crafty. No, no, they're, they're for arts and crafts. That's different. That's... They can do both. I guess... You say a tree can't do Look, that's look here's the, I, I here's really the thing. We murder them by the thousands. Like, they have to use their wits oh, to Oh, it's more us. than thousands. <laughs> it's more than thousands, let's be honest, yeah. <laughs> oh, so in the last few minutes, there came some pictures from the live show. This is just a new update. Jeez, uh, okay. Agumon marionette has a pretty good picture of it. Seems... You're linking these, right? Pardon? You're going to show yeah, us, yeah. right? I was going to say what they are first. <laughs> just, just saying. <laughs> then there's one of uh, someone holding a Gabumon from behind. You don't really get to see it. And then there's what seems to be a really close-up shot of Metal Gururumon. Oh. Which. Okay. Yeah. So it's in that tweet there. It's got all of them. But yeah, that. Yeah, right. That works. Did you actually link Yeah, that? I don't see anything here. Yeah. Look, that's in the wrong fucking... <laughs> who did you just <laughs> set those who to? Who did you unload Digimon Who did you unload Digimon There we to? go. Yeah, yeah. That was in the wrong Discord. <laughs> I'm sure no one will notice. See? Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That Gabumon looks sufficiently fuzzy. Yes. Which is the important thing. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's... I wonder what they're going to do for, like, the mega levels. I'm assuming it's just going to be people in suits instead of marionettes, because they're, like, bigger. But So it's going to be two people in mer- Middle Gururumon. Or maybe it's going to be, like, just a dude in a suit where he's got it coming out in front. Like the lions in The Lion King. That's yeah okay I can see that. Okay I want to see how buff the dude they get for <laughs> oh, Graymon is. Got to be shredded right? Yeah, has to be. yeah yeah he has to be. Or else or else wearing one of those like okay. home like muscle like things that'd yeah. be pretty funny. What, muscle what, suit. <laughs> what if it's just Chris Hemsworth in a War Graymon cosplay? Oh we can only hope. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so other than that I guess that's the episode. And, I don't know, do we, Damn, we, got no questions. Do we move on to questions now? Do we have any questions? I, I didn't get any questions this week, unfortunately. Uh, did I guess I. people are busy at this time. Huh. How? Well, if you do have any questions you want us to answer, you can send them to us 
by email to digitalmoncast at gmail.com or Twitter to at digitalmoncast or to Jules, which is at Gatsby, at Gatsby Low. Low. So, wait, Tyler, are you saying that in the month that uh, we've been not recording, we haven't gotten any questions? That's correct, yes. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, I, I was initially... Sh- I was more shocked I didn't get any questions involving Kiwi butlers. I thought that might that might grab people. Hmm. Damn it. Hmm. <laughs> oh no, we got some questions in literally ten seconds ago. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. So we got. Jeez. Uh, okay, that's that's real good fucking timing. Excellent. That's we like, got that's a really question good. from uh, at what is cosplay on Twitter. It's like, which New Zealand actor that we've stolen, so that's New Zealand that we've, meaning Australia, uh, would make the best butler? Oh, sure, I'll feel that one. (laughs) (laughs) We've stolen a few New Zealand actors, haven't we? Just a few. They can have some of them back. Like, I don't particularly want Russell Crowe anymore. No, yeah, we don't need... No, he's not... Is he the worst? I can't remember at this point. No, he's just not great. But I can see him playing a butler, though. That's the thing. I mean, isn't his last role like Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde? Fucking, I don't know Russell Crowe's recent filmography in the past half. I'm pretty sure he was Doctor Jekyll in that Mummy movie. Okay, sure. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a person you would want as a butler. Well, th- but that's not him. That's just, like, no, no Ty- okay, Tyler. Wait, you're telling me that actors don't physically become the characters they're portraying? Yes. I know. I don't Listen, you. it's a lot to take in. Sit down, I don't believe please. You. I wish somebody would have had this conversation with Jared Leto, like, a long time ago. <laughs> I wish someone or multiple people had a lot of conversations with Jared Leto a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh... They also asked, which Digidestin do you think would be the best sibling? Um, I mean, Sora, probably. Sora, like she, yeah. She's, gonna... she's responsible. Like, her whole aspect is love. Like, that's pretty fucking on point. Sora or Joe? Yeah, Joe really? would be good, too. Like, I mean, you'd have to spend a lot of time, like, helping him through all of his, you know, issues with this kind of family. Like. Hmm. I mean, his family would be your family if this your siblings. Right. Like, <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's yeah. kind of that's kind of the that's kind of the thing with family. Like, right. Yeah. No, I mean, but you probably would be suffering under the same conditions, so it it makes sense to help each other out in that respect. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think there was one more, but uh... yes, uh, that one comes from Dory underscore Mingu on Twitter. Did you ever see the Warner Brothers cartoon Tasmania? Was it accurate or offensive? Or just more of meh. Uh, I have. I knew it existed. I don't believe I ever yeah. watched it. Also, here's the thing: if it doesn't involve Aboriginal culture and its general, like you know, widespread media making fun of Australia, it's not racist. You're just making fun of a different kind of white people. <laughs> I don't know like, much no. about. Show other than it's just well, about. Well, okay, Taz. hang on. All right. Well, now forcing my hand to Google this. Give me a second. <laughs> oh, apparently it Tasmania. includes uh, 
Taz's mother, father, sister, and little brother. Oh, that's right. This is the one that reveals that it's only Taz actually talks the way he does in this family. Hmm. And he has a pet turtle who acts like a dog, apparently. And his name is Dog the Turtle. That's actually a good name for a turtle. Yeah, okay. Okay. I'm pretty pretty okay with that part, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I can live with that. I do like that the family names um, is just Tasmanian Devil. So it's 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 Gene Tasmanian yeah. Devil, Hugh Tasmanian Devil, Molly Tasmanian Oh, hey, Molly. Uh, you're Molly. Tasmanian <laughs> Devil and mine. Um, Jake Tasmanian Devil and Drew Tasmanian Devil. <laughs> okay, okay. Drew ta- wait, wait, wait. Oh. So what's, what's Taz's Taz. name then? Taz. Taz Tasmanian yeah. Devil? Yeah. Yeah, apparently. Well, he just says Taz. He doesn't even have his last name listed. So, I love the Drew Tasmanian Devil. Taz's funny, goofy, very mirthful, and zestful uncle who talks and acts like Bob Hope as a reference to Hugh's parody of Bing Crosby. What What the hell is that show? Because the thing is that apparently Hmm. Hugh Tasmanian Devil acts like Bing Crosby. So, I don't... Yeah, those are references also, the kids will 100% yeah, totally. appreciate. There's a character named Didgeridoo. Okay, see, now th- we're getting into some actual offensive material. Which, well, apparently he's just a dingo, and they just thought it was yeah, a Yeah, cool but, name. like, that, those words have meaning. Like, it's still... Mm, <laughs> it's dumb. It's insensitive Francis at the X least. Bush lad. Yeah. What are these names? Wendell T. Wolf is a pretty good name. Okay, that also, one I'll give. Wendell T. Yeah. Wolf is a, is a thylacine. Those aren't wolves. I don't... Fuck you. Also, they're extinct. Thanks no. to white people, so... His personality closely resembles that of Woody Allen. God. What? What is this show? This just looks like, oh, they just transplanted a bunch of, like, staple cutouts Has of planted. the Looney Tunes cast to Australia. But the Looney Tunes cast are also apparently in yeah, a bunch of episodes. Fucking who cares? So. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> so the answer to this question... Wait, this question was, what did we think yeah, of it? Yeah, I don't know. I'm willing to give it a shot. I don't know. Reading this, it sounds fucking weird. Yeah. It sounds worth looking at, actually. <laughs> like, it's weird enough that it's, I think, worth like taking a look at. I do like in this um, description of the show, the show follows the adventures of Looney Tunes character Taz in the fictional land of Tasmania. Now, hang on. Now, it is Taz with a Z. Because it's spelled with a Z. So... Then again, yeah. I like I could see Americans also just thinking Tasmania, the actual place. True, because whenever so. I... The, a while back when I was playing, like, Halo 3 on Xbox Live, I grew up with some Americans... One of them mentioned Tasmania, and I immediately went, how do you know about that place? <laughs> like, how? What the fuck? I mean, I assume the Tasmanian I mean, the devil is a large part of why, how, and I, how. Yeah, like, but he, that, weirdly enough, he had actually a way better answer in that uh, his, like, grandfather or someone from that generation uh, was stationed in Australia during World War II in the Pacific and, like, <laughs> regularly visits and stuff. So yeah, I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. You didn't just get this from bullshit. Cool. Alright, yeah. um... Yeah, also, we got a couple more yeah. questions. Uh, are there any others? Uh, let me see. Which one do I want to read out first? Because 
One of them isn't really a question. So, okay, right. but... Because uh, Dory Mingu brings up Homestuck in uh, a tweet of this, and then from that, from there on, goes to ask, speaking of old webcomics, which series does each Digidestin read? Or at least the website that, uh, they always have bookmarked. That's actually... Okay. Hmm. All right, now we need to decide right now which one of these kids like loves Mega Tokyo and is it or is it not Izzy? It's gotta <laughs> yeah. be Izzy, right? Like, let's think about it. Izzy or Joe? Yeah. No, Joe. Joe doesn't Joe have time has, to read webcomics. Yeah, no, Joe has his fucking school's That's website true. bookmarked as his like no, okay. homepage. Joe has the school's yeah. website as homepage, but every now and then he secretly tries. He secretly goes off to read a page of Elguna Shive. Yeah, yeah, okay, that yeah. sounds about right. Um, I'm trying to think. God, I'm trying to like plump. Ty reads control all the way. Oh God, Ty. Ty, like me, uh, used a parent's credit card to probably access the CAD uh, animated series early. Oh, nice. Oh, Julie. Julie, no. Dark times for a teenage Julie. (laughs) Um, Mm. let's see, Matt. What does Matt read? Oh, Mm. I can... Okay, it's a to- it's a coin toss for me. I have no idea. Matt either reads Penny Arcade or he reads Miss File. Oh man! Hmm. And I don't know why, but Miss File weirdly fits. I could yeah, see like, that. Kind, yeah, like, we, yeah. This, this is kind of like the thing we stumbled upon when we said Anjuman like. Likes to get pegged. It was like, wait, yeah, actually, right? Like... <laughs> no, yeah, I can't explain yeah. it, but it works. Okay, now I'm trying to think. What would the girls read? Because the problem is with little web comics is that it just it wouldn't be really like I don't know. Most girls don't really like web comics for a reason. <laughs> I just don't know enough web comics. Um, God, so- like. Give a good answer. Okay, no, you know what? I can imagine the girls don't read webcomics, but all the boys keep trying to get them into the webcomics they like. <laughs> yeah, that works. Oh, you can so imagine Ty just going on about Control, Delete, Sora at soccer games. Oh, And Sora yeah. just, like, wanting to kill herself yep. right there and then. As, you know, as the appropriate <laughs> response to somebody telling you about Right, Control, yeah. Right? yeah. Ty's, like, super invested in the storyline. Oh god! I could bring up some choice bits from the storyline. I won't, Ugh. and the, the ones that people, most people, don't know about Control Delete. God, yeah, oh, please don't. God. Please <laughs> don't. Sorry. <laughs> this... Let's walk away from this conversation and go to a go to a happier place. What does TK place. read? <laughs> TK reads um... goats, but he doesn't always get it. Okay. Or TK <laughs> goes onto newspaper websites to read their comics. Yeah, no, yeah, TK reads Garfield and Peanuts on, TK's like... Super oh, yes, Garfield. he is. Yep. Oh, that actually, that fits way too well, actually. And Kari likes Calvin and Hobbes. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah Kari is say. perfect for Calvin and Hobbes. Shit, okay, that works perfectly. Fantastic, we nailed it. <laughs> yep. All right, All um... Right. Oh, we have plenty oh, of questions the... now. Oh, go my on. God, okay. <laughs> Dory Mingu, Jesus. 
They just keep pouring um, in. Dory Mingo also asks, uh, who's your favorite Muppet? Favorite skit and or movie? Oh, God. That's a hard um, one. Hold on. I keep forgetting the names. Give me a second. Waldorf and Statler. I was, oh, I yeah. was actually going to go They're with kind them, of too, perfect. I think. Like, I, j- I just forgot about them. They are pretty they much really are, the best. Almost all of their skits are kind of magical. They are yeah. a shining. I love that yeah. you can just you can just throw them into literally any Muppet movie and just have them do their normal shtick, and it works perfectly. I, yeah. They are a shining example of how you have two characters who are absolute cynics who dunk on everyone without being shitty and offensive. Right. Yeah. As for my favorite skit or movie, absolutely the Long John Silver song from oh, Muppet yeah. Treasure Island. Oh, yeah. No, like, literally all of Muppet well, Treasure Island. Hang that movie on. is a okay. goddamn gem. All Muppet Treasure Island except for the one... Uh, yeah, the, yep. yeah, the, okay, the one yep, transfer... Yep. The one's transfer yep. joke that everyone forgets about, which is understandable, because the rest of that movie is golden. But that's just... Yep. That is, like, a perfect gold coin that can... That would be worth millions, but there's a real big scratch on it on one side and like that brings it down by like a few hundred thousand in terms of value and it's like oh yeah, it's still yeah. really worthwhile but god damn it if you take out that joke that movie's still perfect that but the tim curry song is basically perfect tim curry is long john silver acting with kermit like it's, it's kind yeah. of great god it's, it's there was yeah. a weird time when we got a lot of different interpretations of treasure island yeah, because Treasure yeah. Planet came out at a Yeah, Treasure time. Planet, weirdly still a good movie. It was a couple of years later, but yeah. I'm not sure we watched Treasure Planet. That was pretty good. <laughs> Alright, uh, another question. Would the Australian version of Saw just be throwing them out of the wilderness? Yeah. Like, yeah. Isn't the Australian version of Saw just actually say that, yeah. Actually, aren't the creators of Saw Australian? Yeah, they are. That would make a lot of sense. <laughs> That just makes Saw the Australian yeah. version of Saw. <laughs> Alright, um... Hmm. And last question for them. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Okay, I like this. It's an addendum to the Saw question about Australia. Would the puzzles uh, be designed to keep them out of the relative safety of indoors? I actually like that idea now. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, there are plenty yeah. of like shelters around, but you just can't get into them. Hmm. They will just have, like, fiendish puzzles that all they do is they just unlock the door into, like, a tin shed. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's just all it is. God, or the tin shed's just connected to an electrical current or something. <laughs> or they're all just, or they're all just like, fronts, and it's not actually a full building. <laughs> yeah, it's just a wall, and you open okay, it, and see, it's just more outdoors. Okay, see, now that's on you for being fooled by that. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, if you design it right, you can make it so the perspective hides the, like, gap. So, like, it, you know, it looks like it's full from the directions you can actually approach it. But as soon as you get in, you see this entire wall missing. Yeah, okay, okay, sure. Yeah. Also, I will just read out this last thing from Dory Mingu. <laughs> because they sent in a lot of questions, and thank you for that. Uh, they also just want to say, I want to mention that I, that I also recall Flint the Time Detective. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for that. How? <laughs> What? How can, how can you not remember Flint the Time Detective? I forgot Flint the Time Detective was a thing that came <laughs> up until this was Yeah, mentioned. like, I forgot we yeah, talked that's about like, it. Technically, at this point, like, what, 
three, maybe five episodes ago. Fucking who knows? So, like, months yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. Right. Good lord. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literal months. All right. Uh, th- We're the worst. This last question does kind of have an overlap, and it's from uh, at Mike Wells Rabbit, uh, Mike from TWN going pear-shaped. What are your most and least favorite puppets? So, not Muppets, but puppets in general. Right, which Muppets could still fall into. Well, they but... can. Because they're not mm. quite a mu- mop, they're not quite a puppet, but oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> My least favorite is probably the fucking Skeksis from Dark Crystal. Because they they're kinda... terrifying. I mean, I know, who, I know who Jules' least favorite puppet is. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh. I hate him. Mm-hmm. Fucking little cow. <laughs> I'll reiterate for this podcast because I still I'm proud of this burn I laid down on a fictional puppet. I'm I will take that to my fucking grave what I just said. Little Cal is like some circa early two thousands mad TV skit of what if Doctor Who was American? Because it's just a fucking puppet in an orange pinstripe suit wearing an oversized basketball jersey with a gold tooth, backwards snapback, and a gold chain necklace. And I hate it. I hate it so much. It sounds pretty terrible. Look how fucking sucks. Ugh. Hmm. Ugh. Um, I'm gonna gonna throw in for the uh, angel Muppet from Smile Time. Oh yeah, we did have a discussion about that when you were here. That we we yeah we had an entire divergent discussion on an episode of this <laughs> podcast about how God, great that like, is. That's still a like that show. I'm not gonna re fucking reiterate it because like yeah we talked about it, but God, Angel Muppet David Boreans is a Muppet is like pretty yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah, like they they somehow perfectly encapsulate like the vampire yeah. face. <laughs> Yep. Fucking, the oh, only way that could have been better is was if Spike really was good. also turned into a Muppet. Yeah. Mm. Like, I would have paid money for that. <laughs> you mean you'd pay money for a Spike Muppet? I'll keep that in mind. I mean, yeah, I've told you I actually really like Spike because <laughs> I like some douchebag characters sometimes, like Vegeta. Everyone likes Vegeta. I guess I also like Seto Kaiba. I don't know. Douchebags oh. are funny. Remember that time Kaiba tried to kill himself? If he yeah, lost no, game. I remember. That this happened. was the time when he just gave up because he realized, oh, no matter what I do, you, he's gonna, just going to pull Heart of the Cards bullshit and win. I can't actually win. Like, it's because he's actually oh, yeah. magic. <laughs> Seto Kaiba's really like, yeah, you know, that... the folly and hubris of man against, like, mysticism. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What are we talking about again? What's this show? Yeah. I don't, like, yeah. I don't remember. Right, Digimon, yeah, Digimon. Yeah, it it's still good. Like weirdly enough, yeah. Also, thank God we're actually gonna reach two hours it, with this episode. It's not as good, but it, it it's got it's got yeah. moments now. No, like Puppet Mom with a gun, <laughs> like, or not gun, depending <laughs> on which version you get. It's a grab bag. Yeah, poke. Puppet Mom with nothing, yeah. perhaps. <laughs> gun absence of gun. Senepa <laughs> un gun. Well, see, so it's so they can sell two toys: Puppet Mom with gun and Puppet Mom oh, without gun. Oh, is one battle damaged? Um, one's battle okay, ready. True. Yeah, one's battle damaged, but it's emotional damage. You see, I'm wait. See I'm waiting for the target <laughs> exclusive of uh, Lava Surface Scientist uh, Parachute of Puppet Mon. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did he have a gun? <laughs> I don't. 
He has like a rocket laser hammer. Why does he need a gun? Listen, you know, that's a good point. His his normal weapon is way cooler than a fucking gun. I mean, <laughs> hey, sometimes you need brutal efficiency, and sometimes a good old thirty-eight cal can do that for you. Yeah, but, yeah, but like, he, he didn't, didn't need brutal it. efficiency. He was playing a like a hunt the human game. Hey, you gotta have brutal efficiency for hunt the human. No, brutal efficiency yeah. would be you just line him up and shoot him like a firing squad. See, but it takes up some of the fun. You gotta have you gotta strike a balance. Or don't, because if you fail, they're just gonna kill you. I mean that's true, but again, Papamon has hubris. Like Yeah, Papamon yeah, Papamon <laughs> as we've kind of established now doesn't think ahead at all. God He's no. very much a live in the moment. <laughs> also sort one of, of the guy. most depressing characters in media. Yeah, poor Puppetmon just just wanted friends. Did we forget about how to end an episode or something? Like <laughs> we did, yeah. Okay, you're implying that we knew how to end That's an episode. Yeah, we we never did. See, let let's end it. So, uh, for this episode, I have been Tyler. I've been Jules, uh, and I continue to be Joel. And we'll see you next time on Digimon Digital Moncast. Do 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 do. Welcome again to our Australia segment, which we still record at the beginning and put at the end. And the only excuse I can think of at this point is, eh, it's Australia, it's upside down, backwards, whatever. Yeah, I, I, I'm yeah. confused. I, I hear you guys talking, but I don't see you. Like, Yeah, that's... This doesn't mm, make sense. Weird. Yeah, this is weird. Also, um, <laughs> gonna put this as a little fun thing at the end of the episode for people to figure out. Uh, so it's actually been a month since we've recorded. Like, in person and online at all. Like, <laughs> Yeah, because we're the worst. So this is going to be um, an apology in advance in retrospect, because of the weird formatting of this show. 
if we seem a little off and weird. Uh, also, you're not going to hear this for a month, so I don't, I don't know. Like, it's going to maybe be September when you hear this at this point. Probably. Almost almost <laughs> definitely, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> in the time since you visited Australia, Joel, fun things have happened just within the past couple of weeks in Australian news. And when I say fun, I mean genuinely funny, but also kind of like, oh, God, really? Like, oh, God, no. Right, I mean, that's that tends to be how these things go, right? It's part of the course. So, okay. It is a thing with Australia, uh, which is different with American politics, in that you don't necessarily have to be Australian-born to run for office. Like, that's not a requirement. However, it is uh, stated in our constitution that you cannot be a dual citizen of any other nation. You can only be Australian citizen only. Can't have any uh can't have any like split priorities here. You gotta be Australia right. first. Australia Even, no, you, can, only. you can take foreign money as donations, but yes. you can't have foreign citizenship. Oh, that's been a whole other thing. We have our any... priorities straight. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But even if you're within the Commonwealth, nope, you can't be a dual citizen. Anyway this has come to light, uh, especially with two Green senators in Parliament. Uh, first one was Scott uh, Scott Ludlam, who discovered, which is really weird, discovered that he still has his New Zealand citizenship. Wait, how do you discover you have a citizenship? Well, he his family moved from New Zealand to Australia when he was like three or four years old. And so, yeah. yeah. The, the, so it'll come up again because, um, oh, I forgot the other senator. Hold on, I bad planning on my part. Oh, Lewis the, Waters. Yeah, there we go, Lewis Waters. So she, within the next day or two, also was forced to leave Parliament and the Greens Party and resign because she discovered she was also a Canadian citizen because she was born, much like how I was born in England and moved here when I was a toddler, she was born in Canada and moved to Australia when she was like six months to a year old. So did they just not know where they were born? Well, no, 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 no. So here's the thing, here's the thing. They just assumed they didn't have citizenship. Because... because Why would they? Yeah, because citizenship is such a nebulous thing because it's not like in America where you just retain it a lot of the time. For example, I'm not a British citizen. And I don't have a British passport, despite being born there. That's not the way it works. Because I don't have... My father and neither my grandparents uh, were born in uh, Great Britain, nor were British citizens themselves. So, you would think most other countries in the Commonwealth would follow, you know, the progenitor of the Commonwealth. (laughs) Yeah, no. no. Uh, Turns out, especially with Canada... So, this really sucks for her in that she was born right before they actually made it that if you, like, don't actively pursue a Canadian, like, citizenship or passport or any other, like, federal legal documentation in Canada, you don't gain Canadian citizenship. But That sounds very Canadian. Like, you don't have to be Canadian unless you want to, eh? But due to a 70-year-old law before she was born... It stated that unless she actively renounced citizenship, she retains it. And the no, same so goes it was an opt. Zealand. It was an opt-out instead of an opt-in system. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and it's the case where, having been in, like, their situation, yeah, I get it. It 
it's the case, like, if your parents never investigated it, why would you? Right. It, it's like, yeah, one no of those things where it would have never come up before it. now. Like, Yeah, like, it's the case where if it hasn't affected their lives up until now with regards to any legal documentation or identification, then why would it affect them in Parliament as much? And Plus, you know, they raised... are green senators, so, like, you could excuse them for not knowing. <laughs> well, also, some people are going, how could you not know all this? And it's like, fair enough, to some degree, yes, maybe they should have checked before running for office. But also, maybe it's time the Australian Electoral Commission should actually, you know, do background checks more thoroughly. Yeah, you'd, you'd think if you have a commission set up specifically for, like, holding elections, they'd maybe do the legwork in ensuring that, like, the people running are eligible to run. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's baffling, and it was just one of those things what where... What that means is the electri- Electoral Commission allowed these people to take office when they should not have been allowed to by the, you know, laws. Yeah. Yeah, like, like Trinip says in the Constitution, like, right there, like, nope. You can't do it. It was uh, it's a like great somebody, thing that it's like, uh, the it's like leader of the Greens party did. It's like an 18-year-old fucking running for, like, U.S. president with a fake ID and nobody figuring it out until, like, three <laughs> months into office. No, this would be like if a this would be like if a um, someone was running for U.S. presidency and no one checked that they were born in Canada. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's right there. But the uh, leader of the Greens, whose name is Mark DiStefano... This is a very Italian name. Uh, put out a tweet the other day that's saying, I have a large announcement coming in the next few minutes. And then he posted a letter from the Italian Department of Immigration, or whatever it's called, stating that he was not an Italian citizen. <laughs> um, do you mean Richard Di Natale? Yes, Mark Di Stefano is a journalist. From BuzzFeed. Yes, he's a good journalist, he's and I'm pretty journalist. sure he's the one that published the article that I read about Richard Di Natale. <laughs> so that might be why I got them confused. I mean, I would hope that would be the reason, because otherwise, what, what just happened here? Do we need to restart recording again? <laughs> no. Okay. I can live with that. The world God. can know my mistakes. <laughs> I also found it funny that I was just when you said that I was like, wait, it's, no, it's Richard Di Natale. That's yeah. the name I know. And then I didn't I even quick, realize. I did a quick Google. For and, Mark no, Di- it literally is because he wrote the article. <laughs> oh no, no, no! But I did a quick Google as well, and then I was like, oh right, yeah, BuzzFeed uh, reported and edited. That would make sense. That, you as know, soon as you said, I went, no shit. Wait, what the fuck? He works for BuzzFeed. The, the funny thing was, I also put up a um, story from May twentieth, two thousand fifteen, in the City Morning Herald about. An EB Games district manager named Mark DiStefano being accused of bullying employees. So I was like, wait, now I'm... Hold wait, on. <laughs> Which Mark DiStefano did Tyler mix up? Like, I can live with that mix up. I mean, look, I've, I've on the record, I've mixed worse. up U.S. states before. So, like... Yeah, but you have 50 of them. There was so many of those, though. What the That's hell? Yeah, but I, but I should know which ones are which. No, like, it, it'd be... That's... That'd be like if we mixed up our states and territories, because that would actually be worrying. <laughs> Two of them have cardinal, like, no, three of them have cardinal directions attached to them. Like, Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you can't get lost. Hmm. Oh, but anyway, yeah, that's unfortunate, especially because, listen, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, this happened to liberal, uh, even labor, I'd be laughing way harder at all of this. Oh, yeah. If this had properly happened to any of the... 
I'm going to call them liberal scumbags. Sure, why not? And when I say liberal again, folks, I mean liberal party. Like, our right wing. Our coalition. Our, the people who actively have like themselves with, you know, Christian fundamentalists. I mean, let's, let's be honest here. Even, like, in the U.S. terms, most liberal politicians suck. Yeah, but for different reasons. But it's True. the fact that it's happened to the Greens, and the Greens aren't perfect either in a lot of different ways. But these two specific senators were pretty good. And it really sucks, especially because they were quite young for politicians, and they had pretty big, like, political futures ahead of them. So, like, damn it. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, that's uh, politics news. Tyler, what happened in the past couple of weeks for you? Yeah, why haven't so we the, been recording? The other weekend, when uh, we didn't record because I forgot that I had a weekend-long LARP event coming up. In which you know, I just went out for a weekend, Saturday, Sunday, two days. Uh, I got really drunk on the Saturday night. Wow, don't say. Huh. No, who would have ever thought? You Basically, the whole idea event? was we turned up, and it's a LARP event, so there was about, I think it was 100 people there all weekend. And, uh, yeah, so my LARP characters, we... We're part of a German-themed, like, 16th century thing. Oh, right, yeah. We're just... We're, we're dickheads. I don't think anyone actually likes us. <laughs> Wait, um, so are you saying if this was some, like, 80s... Uh, I'm not, I nearly said nerd exploitation and wanted to slap myself. But if this was some, oh. like, 80s nerd movie in general, you guys would be... The jerk villains. Well, maybe because there are also orcs. I, I feel I feel like Tyler's group would be more like the like Animal House group, <laughs> the ones who are okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're rowdy and don't well, contribute anything useful to anyone. Well, no, but I want to keep keep this in the context of like the rest of this event is full of people who are lopping. So I imagine it's more like. Tyler's group are, like, the mid-tier antagonists who aren't actually, like... They're just jerks. They're not the villains of the movie. Yeah, and there's this long-running rivalry between us and there's a group of orcs. Uh-huh. Uh, orcs are the worst. They killed well, our cook. Okay, you actually have a tangible reason behind this. Okay. Okay, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's the orcs... This pretty much everyone who's in the orcs okay, are, like, close friends of all of us. Basically, we we were one big group, and then we split in half, and now half of us are in Sonnenland, and the other half are orcs. <laughs> and yeah, that's just, as what just, usually happens when social groups We just divide, dunk right? on each other all the time. Gee, that doesn't sound like any other social like, no, no, of course gathering not. that we're a part and, of. And no. uh, the whole theming for the first day was someone was trying to make a peace treaty between all of the different groups. Oh, that, I bet that went well. The, uh, the orcs refused an invitation and then that, turned yeah, up anyway. <laughs> they just showed up and said, hey, we would like to join. I, and, okay, yeah, that went I, well. I still cannot place what accent you're doing whenever you, like, make your That was an voice. orc voice. That was, that was the voice of Groblin something tongue. I can't remember his name. Okay, He's the worst. sure. Okay. Uh, but then after the second round of treaty negotiations, which I wasn't a part of because I'm only a private, so that was for the captain and the envoy to right, deal sure. with. Uh, but after that, 
we sat down for lunch and the captain sat down at the head of the table we were at and said, okay, the first court martial is in session. So the captain has a thing. If you do anything he doesn't like, he threatens you with a court martial. Yep. I believe you've explained Uh, this, but yeah, continue. Yes. So we sat down and he said, the first court martial is in session. I was the first person called up because fuck me, I guess. Um, I was charged with 15 counts of sass and three counts of insubordination. Yeah, that, that sounds seems... about right. No, that seems low. Yeah, that's what I thought, but that's what he had <laughs> like, on his paperwork. Like, just that? Hmm. He said I was allowed one character witness. Oh. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> so oh, no. I called one of the people there. She has a really fancy outfit, and we decided that she's outside of the military command structure because she's, mm-hmm. like, a noble lady. Right. So I called her because she's technically the only person who outranks the captain. Oh, you sneaky bastard. I may have sparked a slight case of mutiny. I was gonna say, like... Yeah, she, like, put him in his place and said, there's no time for court-martials, we can do this later, we're in the middle of a fight, and all this other oh, crap. Oh, no. Tyler, I found out later do? that he threw away, like, half a day's worth of plans because of that. Oh, Tyler. Oh, boy. <laughs> Tyler. Which, I felt kind of bad about at first, but, you know, I was cleared of all charges, so... I mean, yeah, as long as as you didn't get, you know, punished. I I like when confronted with judicial accusations of sass, your response to (laughs) defending yourself was the ultimate act of sass. Yeah, well... (laughs) That is, like, literally... Clearing out a forest fire by atomic bombing. Hmm. I also, also, earlier that day, we were called up for live fire training exercises because the captain thought we sucked too much. So we had to do training exercises. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with our pistols, because we everyone in the band has a pistol. Sure. Uh, we had to shoot at these targets he'd made that were little orc faces. Okay. Uh... I missed one of my shots. There were three targets. You got three shots. I missed one, but I had the fastest reload time because nice. I'm quick at reloading. Yeah, good. And then we had to do a pair off and back-to-back, three paces, turn and draw, mm-hmm. uh, which I ended up winning because everyone just kept missing me. <laughs> uh, and I received a commendation <laughs> from the captain. He pinned something on my chest, which I later put on my hat because it kept falling off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was declared fastest gun in the company. Nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Although I okay. feel like you, I feel like what you really got commended for was being hard to hit, which is still good. Yeah. Well, but... I felt kind of bad in the final round because yeah, the other person I was shooting at she missed me, and I did hit her, but I hit her in the face. Oh God! Ooh. It just kind of yeah, because I... we were both like leaning forward to try and get a good shot and. It just kind of hit her in the face. And I was like, do we go again? Or <laughs> Okay, that is like winning by having your fencing foil stuck in the other person's mask. Yeah. But yeah, Wait, I, I got the pin. It was good. Was this before or after the court martial? This was before the court martial. Okay, I was going to say, because if it was after, so... I just imagine your captain pinning it to your chest going, I'm going to fucking get you. <laughs> yeah. the, that was, it was brought up during the court martial <laughs> that uh, he thought my 
recent accomplishments uh, had made me sassy. As in, like, I, early in the year? Like, I was, or... I was developing an ego. Okay, no, 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 here's the thing. Was he wrong? There no. we go. <laughs> yep, yep, okay, there we go. Not really. <laughs> no, look, look, a court martial isn't about right or wrong. It's about what you can get away with. I'm just imagining Tyler. Well, I got away with a lot. Right. Yeah, yes, because you fucking, like, God, you. <laughs> Again. You pulled rank on him. Yeah, you, a private, through proxy Later on in that rank. day, uh, there was, like, a very big emotional moment when we were fighting some orcs. And uh-huh. one of the big things the orcs kept taunting the captain with was why was the envoy lady there? Like, why did she need to be there? <laughs> Yeah. Because if, if he was in charge, why was she sent? Like, uh-huh. she didn't need to be there. Basically, the two of them just got into a big brawl, and it was very emotional and sad. I missed most of it because I got stabbed by an orc. It's <laughs> a good um, reason for missing something, yeah. Turns out, if all you have is a gun and the orc has a pike, Ooh. it's really easy to get stabbed. Yeah, like, especially those style guns, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes like twenty seconds to reload, which you can't do I, anything. All right, two things. One, Tyler, are you the Sergeant Bilko of your LARP company? Two, like, just I'm just imagining you in full LARP gear, revolver ocelotting your pistol after winning accommodation. <laughs> I have like, a rifle. I don't just have a pistol. Oh well, wait, but you were doing pistol training though. Yeah, that was because everyone in the company has a pistol, but only. Right. Wait, so the duel was with your... And I'm a fusilier, so I have a rifle. What? I feel like that's a... Okay, did the other people have rifles, or did you just have a fucking advantage? but okay, we okay. were all using pistols at the time, because it was okay. pistol training. Well, now it's even yeah. funnier imagining you revolver ocelotting a rifle. <laughs> I, I always try to with my pistols, <laughs> but they don't have, like, um... Like a trigger guard? Yeah, it doesn't have a trigger guard. Yeah. So I, I just can't. <laughs> I was going to say that that's actually physically impossible. If you could do that, that'd be amazing. That'd be like... It has a really heavy trigger, so if I'm fast enough, I can get close. Yeah, sure. You just got to jerry-rig a trigger guard onto that, baby. No, like, the trigger's heavy enough that it just stays perfectly still. Right. So but... if you're quick enough, you can spin it around once. So it'd be the equivalent of, like, uh, not spinning a basketball on your finger, but a bowling ball. Yeah, probably. Okay, it's that makes easy. sense. Yeah, no. Hmm. <laughs> and then later that night, we had a talent show at like ten o'clock. Okay, that sounds pretty good. This is for everyone. Uh, the captain was one of the judges. Yeah. So the judges were the leaders of four different war bands. Right. So we had the captain. We had the orc war leader. Which, yeah. You know that went well. Yeah. No, we had I... the head alchemist of the trade caravan, and I mm-hmm. can't even remember who the fourth one was. Because I was very drunk. Uh, one of the first <laughs> entries was our lieutenant mm-hmm. walked up and he was like, everyone needs to sing along to this. And he started singing the Sonnenland National Anthem. Oh boy. Which is the national anthem of our war band. Mm-hmm. I don't know it because it's in German. Yeah, there's a problem and there. I, I don't speak German. Yeah. But uh, it moved the captain to tears. Aww. It was the most beautiful thing he had ever heard. <laughs> um, but later on, after the event was over, they announced the winners. One of our 
the envoy actually won it because she's like actually in real life a fantastic singer. Okay, great. That that does uh, tend and to give it you an caused advantage. a fight between the captain and the orc leader. Oh no! They just got into a brawl. Was that <laughs> in part the of middle the of the show? judging? Please tell me that was yeah. judged as the talent, the brawl. No, but one of the orcs uh, did enter. Okay. Uh, his entry was um, orcish self-defense. Okay. So how orcs defend themselves when another person has a knife and is attacking you? What's the what's orcish self-defense? So. The orc said, the first thing you do is you determine where the knife is and then let it stab you. So that you are perfectly aware of where the knife is at all times and they can't use it against you if it's already inside of you. Okay, now I want to see And then you sense. kill them. But yeah, like, now I also want to see an orc version of YouTube classic, like, the 10-foot rule. Like... <laughs> it was literally like, so you let him stab you and he just gets stabbed and he goes, and then you kill them. And he just starts stabbing the other guy like 50 times. See, oh, like, so yeah, that, 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 that's yeah. the Wolverine approach, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, where are they going to go? They can't just leave their exactly. knife behind. That's their knife. Hmm. And then the next day, the second day, we all woke up, and uh, it was a very slow start, because all of the people running it were very, very hungover. <laughs> huh. <laughs> I, Weird, I that. appreciate that they get involved in the drunken revelry. Oh, yeah, they, like... The one of the general manager of the company that runs it was probably the most drunk person there. Australian. She was going till like five in the morning. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. And we got up and she was like, I would like to explain what we're doing today, but I'm too hungover, so I'm just gonna talk really quietly and hope everyone can hear. <laughs> you know what? I bet a lot of other people are hungover, so that might have been appreciated. And the second day we got tricked. By, I don't know who it was, but someone, I think, poisoned the grog the night before. Okay. Uh, so we all woke up dead. <laughs> um, Man, I which, think that happens to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we woke up dead, and we were in, like, limbo, basically, and there were a bunch of reapers just hanging around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we had to try and figure out how to escape limbo. Okay. So we had to do a bunch um, of stuff. I think, I think some... it involves a lot of, like dexterity with your back yeah yeah i think it involves um, like a like german art house 2d platforming in black and white and spiders <laughs> <laughs> yeah eventually we had we found out we had to do some stuff for, for the reapers and they gave us like these puzzle pieces uh we had to put together this puzzle we managed to get i think five puzzle pieces just wait, wait us. hold on you put together a puzzle to escape hell not to like Open a portal to hell? Well, kind of. Uh, I'll get there. Oh, I'll, I'll also so, say, like, that makes sense. You, you use a key to get... Well, actually, no, that makes no fucking sense. Forget forget what I was saying. Go on. <laughs> I'll take, like, you use a key to so, get into a house. You use a key to get... Uh, no, you don't, actually. What am I no, saying? No, you don't. We got a, That's not how that works at all. <laughs> yeah, no. We got a bunch of puzzle pieces, but while we were getting puzzle pieces, we thought everyone else was. Turns out the orcs had just said, fuck it, we're not actually going to get any. We're just going to kill people and steal theirs. You know, okay. a valid so we all, strategy. We all gathered up once all the pieces had been gathered, and we were like, okay, let's put this together. And the orcs were like, ah, but we have, like, 12, and you only have four. I think we did all the work. And they basically blackmailed us into giving up some of our land. Which. What? Hey, the opportunities. Yeah. yeah, they're dicks. 
then turns out that the puzzles weren't a way to escape Limbo. It was actually a way to let the Reapers escape. Oh. Um, but we couldn't hurt the Reapers because I mean, they're, they're Reapers. Reapers. Yeah, like, no, yeah. But then we figured out their weakness was the puzzle pieces. What? So, okay, wait. <sighs> when we thought we just had to read a spell that was written on the puzzle when we put it together. Sure. No. We literally had to pick up the pieces and hit them with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So they were very literally their weakness. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. We okay, were like, there's a that? spell written on here. Do we do we chant it? That's what they were chanting. And then we tried that. Nothing happened. Someone was like, no, read it backwards. And then okay, that no. did nothing. Yeah. And then someone was like, well, they've got to be their weakness somehow, and literally just picked one up and hit them with it. Okay, now see, And that it... seems to work. <laughs> was it their weakness as Reapers or their weakness as actual human beings under those costumes? <laughs> like, I'm imagining yeah. someone going like, what? I've, I've got it. I know their weakness. What is it? Just picks up a pulse and just hurls it like a glass bottle at someone? Like, got it. Basically. <laughs> and it just turned into, like, this very funny to see from a distance where there was kind of just like a circle of people surrounding this one guy and they all had these like foam puzzle pieces in their hands and they're just slapping this guy with them <laughs> I, i'm just imagining harry funny. potter style like no no it's not spo- you're not supposed to like use you know expecto patronum to ward away dementors you just stab him with your wand yeah yeah <laughs> God, okay all right so anyway, the moral of the story is fuck orcs Wait, hold on. In which way? That's the that's the moral <laughs> of most stories. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. God, yeah. I I'm also still kind of getting over my own revelation that Tyler is the Sergeant Bilko of fucking his LARP group. <laughs> that's an amazing mental image in my head now. Like honestly, we're all kind of. <laughs> oh no! Worst. It's a it's a unit of Bilkos. I saw the captain <laughs> kill someone with his codpiece. Okay, that's pretty impressive. So the captain has a I massive mean, yeah, codpiece having, because having he's the seen, captain. Having seen said codpiece, I can see you could kill a man with it. Yeah. Yeah, he literally just... we had It was an orc. We had to force him onto his knees in front of the captain, who then slapped him across the face with his codpiece so hard that he died. So someone has, in, like, in actual, like, human history, totally, like, put a blade on the end of a codpiece and, like, stabbed somebody with it before, right? Oh, for sure. Like, that has to have had to happen. There were ones, cod pieces that were made of brass that you could easily bludgeon someone to death with. I'm now imagining a toku-style weapon, which is a cod piece which you then strap to your wrist like brass knuckle style. (laughs) So, at the end of the first day, there's always, like, nominations for who you think had the best roleplay. Sure. Um, the winner was Grob, the, um, orc dude. Because mm-hmm. he went into the negotiations and just talked absolute <laughs> bullshit for, like, five hours. And that, I mean, that sounds like most business negotiations, so, like, yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. Yep. Right, and, and most uh, of those are also done by orcs, so, you know. Yeah. Well, he's a goblin. Oh, well, okay, my mistake. Sorry. I mean, <laughs> I should yeah. assume. Those, those are, yeah, those are the, uh... <laughs> Those are also Tyler, pretty common in this one in segment alone, you can't call me that. <laughs> I hate books. They're the worst. <laughs> so anyway, uh, they read out all the nominations. Uh, Krieger's codpiece, Krieger's the captain, got three nominations. Not Krieger, his right. codpiece. 
Right, the cod, the right. cod piece did good role-playing, right? Okay, sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, sure. it played its role very, very well. Mm, yeah. It, he would literally walk up to people, and they were... Because it was, like, the second time he'd ever worn it, and a bunch of people had never seen it before. And also, a lot of people weren't aware of the fact that cod pieces were a thing. Huh. So they would just walk up you, like, what the hell is this? How do you end up at a LARP and not know about cod pieces? Yeah, that, that, that's the thing, like... Yeah. That's like someone going to an anime convention going, what's with all the big swords? Hmm, yeah. So a lot of people weren't aware that cod pieces were a historical thing. That's so they're just like staring at his cod piece and he's just like, my eyes are up here. Um, he's <laughs> just, oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> it was pretty much a constant struggle anytime you were talking to him to not look at his cod piece. I mean, again, we you've shown us what it looks like. It draws yeah. the eye, let's be honest. Yeah. It has a gravitational yeah. pull. So that was my weekend. Cool. I killed orcs uh-huh. and... You outsassed your captain in court martial involving sass. Yeah. Because I, mean... I was the first one pulled up for court martial, and then I call in the envoy as a character witness, and then there were no more court martials. God, you, you so... bastard! <laughs> you're that guy. You're that guy who shows up to the game, and as soon as the like GM lays out the like setup for the d- day's like session, you immediately decide to go off in another direction entirely. Well, I didn't really intend to. I called her for a witness because a she outranks him, so I thought she might have some pull, which. She turned did. out to be yeah. a bad idea. Hey, yeah, good yeah, yeah. And on that B, one, buddy. she was the closest person to where I was standing at the time. <laughs> That's like... I'm not going to lie, that was the main reason. I just imagine, like, at, like some court hearing, like, you're allowed to, you know, again, pull a character witness, and you just close your eyes and point randomly, and it's like, oh, there's the Pope. Okay, I guess. I literally said, <laughs> I think anyone here could stand for me. And then I looked at her because she was sitting right next to me and said, how about you? Man, the only way this could have been better is if it was trial by combat and she won. Oh, she would. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> She's just fucking like... savage. <laughs> God. Yeah. Lap is fun. Yeah, no, honestly, you're kind of selling me on it slowly. Mm. There was this whole thing where the leader of the orcs had uh, these, like, bones that he'd strapped to his skull. Like, that seems like a ridge on his head. Sure. Uh, we later found out it was the spine of our third in command's younger brother who he had murdered. Jesus Christ! Uh, and also that the captain was the person in charge of defending the farms that he was killed at, and he was too late in arriving. So there was this whole thing where oh. the captain felt he was responsible for our third in command's brother being murdered. Yeah, I can. Okay. Yeah. It got emotional. Yeah, it got like dark. It. Yeah. Also, our cook's soul is trapped in a necklace. Oh, yeah, that'll happen. Yeah. Yeah. Please, please tell me he voices the necklace. No, the necklace is like a little skull thing that when you blow through it, it makes screaming sounds. <laughs> okay, that, that's pretty so Anytime good. the orcs saw us, they would just blow through this necklace and we were saying it's like the cook's soul screaming for release. I'm pretty sure 
This the is the fucked. No, I'm pretty sure this is you stumbled into a gorilla's subplot in their music videos. <laughs> yeah, the orcs are fucked. Oh, well, there you have it, folks. That's the Australian segment, Orcs are Fucked, I guess? Yeah, fuck orcs. To be fair, Australian orcs would be kind of like major assholes. <laughs> like, of course it's Australian orcs. Yeah. Oh, is that what bogans are? No, you weren't supposed to tell anyone that, Joel. Like, we told, that wasn't calm. Come on, buddy. <laughs> orcs are worse than bogans. You heard it here first. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, that... Listen, I really hate orcs. Okay, Jules, 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 you know how in Lord of the Rings they had the orcs and they had the Urukai, which were like orcs but worse? Well, yeah, but they were like orcs but worse in terms of like prowess and combat ability and savagery, not in being racists. (laughs) Well, we don't know that. That's fair. Like, the second I said that, I was like, well, actually, I don't it's know. It's a demonstrated know. fact in our lap that for orcs to reproduce, they have to kill people. So, you know, I'm kind of uh, justified I, uh, in wanting to murder every orc in existence. There are too many, too many dark jokes I could make right now, so I'm just going to end the segment. <laughs> so that's it for the uh, Aussie segment, folks. Uh, and as always, thumb you later. <laughs> you thought I'd forget. You just play the same game over and over again. Boring! I'm not boring. Well, if that's true, how come you don't have any real friends? I've got friends. Yeah? Then how come I haven't met these so-called friends of yours? All right. I'll get them and introduce you right now.